0: Well, Michael, we are back. It's a new season, a new shortened season. I was kind of waiting until we got, you know, the whole layout of the season announced. We kind of knew what it was going to be, but boy. I think it was
1: smart waiting until training camp actually started Mm -hmm. so that we knew that a season was probably going to happen.
0: Yes. So um, we have got just a ton a ton of Blackhawks news. Um, you, where do you want to start? Start with Stan Bowman?
1: I think that's probably yeah, a good start. Let's start at the top. Uh, yeah,
0: got a little promotion. That's right. So as we were debating what move would they make? Would they just let Stan Bowman run everything? And yeah, they pretty much just let Stan Bowman run everything.
1: Yeah, I don't think it came as a big surprise to either of us. Uh, this was definitely a possibility that we had discussed uh, last year. Uh, I, I honestly, you know, it's it's difficult to assess given how long he's been around, but you know, we've we've never had him as the clear decision maker. We've always heard and or suspected that McDonough had a big say in uh, especially all of the big moves be mm-hmm. be they free agent and or trades and then also um, pushing the direction of the team as far as when to rebuild or whether or not rebuilds would even be allowed and so it's difficult to say it's difficult to judge, Stan Bowman for some of the less successful moves that have yeah, yeah. occurred um you know especially over the last 5 seasons as it was clear that the team was declining but mm-hmm. the sense you get was that McDonough was not uh, was not allowing um you know a, a change in direction yeah but now we can get that and I, and I think <clears throat> You know, what we'll see from Bowman probably over the next two years will, will be a more accurate uh, judge of, of
0: mm-hmm.
1: who he is as uh, an evaluator and, you know, how he handles the salary cap and, mm-hmm. and all that. Because I, I, I do think he's probably received a bit of unfair of criticism. Here. And that's not to say that he hasn't deserved some, but... I, I definitely think there's a few things, um, you know, especially in regards to the salary cap and that, where mm-hmm. it was just it wasn't totally his decision and it wasn't completely under his control. So.
0: Yep. All right, so we'll move on to um, this Kirby Doc thing, which it's <laughs> just such a bummer. Uh, yeah. He went to the World Juniors, got named captain, big honor, and. Yeah, he had this um, seemingly minor collision during the game, and it he broke his wrist. It needed surgery, and he's out for six months. And this just sucks.
1: Yeah, it uh, you know again, there's a lot of people that have been questioning the decision to allow Kirby Doc to even attend the World Juniors. I personally don't have an issue with it. Um, as far as I'm concerned, uh, you know, we, we, we talk about, oh, we need to let the young players take on bigger roles and it's all about the young players and uh, their development. But honestly, for a guy like Kirby doc, who is the, in all likelihood, the future captain of this Mm -hmm. team, there's no scenario with the Blackhawks in the near future mm-hmm. where he can be the guy um, both on the ice and off it. Not as mm-hmm. long as Jonathan Taves is around, not as long as Patrick Kane is around, not as long as Duncan Keith is around. Those three guys completely prevent him from ever taking on a true mm-hmm. leadership role with the Chicago Blackhawks. Yes. So allowing him the opportunity to go to the world juniors and Mm -hmm. be the guy for the best team in the tournament or the supposed best team in the tournament. Mm -hmm. We don't actually know yet.
0: (laughs) Um, They're in the championship though. Yes,
1: they are in the championship, even without, Mm -hmm. uh, despite playing without Kirby doc. Um, But uh, yeah, to be, to be the guy, the go-to guy both on the ice and then also being the leader of that team Mm -hmm. was a very unique opportunity that I think was worth the slight risk of injury. Yeah, and and it's you just know, unfortunate, you know.
0: Hockey is a con- yeah, but hockey is a contact sport. Yes. You're gonna get injured. Yeah, every once in a while. We did this in a scrimmage or yep. you no, know, because it was not like a thing that it wasn't like a dirty head or nope, it was just, no, it was a, just a minor ball. collision. Mm-hmm.
1: But his wrist was just in the wrong position and mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it's obviously very unfortunate, but you know it's possible he could get into a few games at the end of the mm-hmm. year, maybe we'll see uh, if he does come back, I suspect that they'll play him on the wing, yeah, just to kind of prevent him from having to take any face offs this year, and then mm-hmm. hopefully just letting him start out fresh next year, but
0: so, and then the <laughs> other um injury issue is this Jonathan Tabe situation, which. Okay they've been very quiet about, I mean, speculation that he's got COVID or something else, but they're not talking about, but he just, he said he doesn't feel right. So he's not going to be a training camp, but.
1: Correct. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard for us to comment on it. They haven't released a lot of information other than it's an illness and that he's not in game shape and, Mm -hmm. Doesn't sound like he's going to be anytime in the near future. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at least for probably at least for the opening month of the season. Uh, obviously, with medical conditions, there's privacy laws in place, and Jonathan Taves has chosen not to disclose what the issue is. And so, uh, the black you, you 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 see the Blackhawks talking around it. You see his teammates talking around it, mm-hmm. which is I think a good sign. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I shouldn't say a good sign. It's it. I think it speaks to his standing within the organization mm-hmm. and uh, the way his teammates view him. That uh, in all of the interviews since campus started, they, they've all just respected his decision mm-hmm. to
0: uh,
1: not have it discussed publicly. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, we can speculate all we want.
0: Probably um, wouldn't be good, but.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, you know, could it be COVID? Sure. Could it be something worse? Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, my initial thoughts went to Brian Bickle because um, mm-hmm. it, you know, just kind of some s- similar
0: I mean, sounding
1: too. bizarre yeah. circumstances sort of thing, but
0: HOSA too with like the right. vertigo the one year. Right.
1: Yeah. You know, so who knows? I mean, caves does have a history of concussions mm-hmm. as well. You know, so it's, it, it could be any number of things Some of them could be career threatening. Some of them could be life threatening. Yes, we have absolutely no idea. It or it could just be uh, something that he's going to be over in a couple Mm -hmm. of months, and you know, so we just we don't know. And it's at this point, it's just Blackhawks got to proceed without their top two centers and next man up mentality.
0: They did. Locked down their number three center. If you could call him a number three center. He's
1: the new number one for now.
0: (laughs) Yes. But uh, Dylan Strom, two-year deal. What do you think? Good terms? I I felt it was right around
1: the area that was acceptable. Um, You know, he was certainly looking for more. Um, There Mm -hmm. were plenty of reports that he was seeking four to five million per year. Um, in order to get that, um, he would most certainly have had to have signed mm-hmm. for more than two years. Uh, but the Blackhawks had the trump card of, he had no arbitration rights. So <laughs> it, it, he was due to only make like $900,000 this mm-hmm. year. So they met in the middle, two-year deal, $3 million per year, uh, salary cap hit Uh he, I think he's making 2.4 this year and 3.6 next year. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's a fair deal. I actually think that it lines up with what Dylan Strom's actual value is at this point in his career. He still needs to prove himself defensively. He still needs to prove whether he's a center or a wing. Um, From what I saw in some discussions uh, today... Um, I can't remember if it was actually a quote from Colleton or if one of the uh, beat writers was speculating about it, but it certainly seems like the intention was for Dylan Strome to play wing this season with, uh, you know, when Taves and Doc were Mm -hmm. still intended to be around. Um, That's obviously gone out the window. He has gone from potential... uh, middle six winger to mm-hmm. first line center of this yeah. team. And so this is a big opportunity for him. Uh, mm-hmm. uh um, you know, it's good that he didn't miss any training camp. He can step in. Hopefully he can rekindle his chemistry with uh Alex DeBrinkert and he would at assume least st- that
0: um mm-hmm. they would do uh Kane it Strome for top line.
1: That is what we're seeing from the first 2 days in camp is they're loading up they're three big guns on the top line as of right now. Yes. Um, they might need I, to
0: be a uh, 75% of the offense is here.
1: The yeah. I, I personally don't think that that line um, works. No. Um, they don't have a, a puck retriever among the three of them. Uh, basically any puck that gets to the boards, the possessions over and it's heading the other way. Um So I personally don't think that that line is going to last very long, um, but it certainly seems like that's what Colleton wants to start with. Um, Now, in fairness to Colleton, the Blackhawks don't really have very many bug retrievers. Um, Andrew Shaw is basically the only proven guy (laughs) among their current top six or top nine players. Um, Without, uh, you know, this would have been Kirby Doc. Uh, Doc would have been playing with Kane for sure. Um, Jonathan Taves is the other puck mm-hmm. retriever among the top nine without those two, it's just Andrew Shaw. And so mm-hmm. one of the top two Who lines is, was,
0: we should add Andrew Shaw is trying to play. Yes. He did not give up, his, did not retire. There's yep. some speculation about that. So,
1: right. So, yeah. So one of the Blackhawks top two lines wasn't going to have a puck retriever. So, if you're gonna, if you're not gonna have one, you might as well just load up with yeah. your three best skill guys, I guess, and see how it goes. I they guess. can always, they can always uh, uh, fall back on something else later on. But
0: so I was when I was trying to think over the moves, are there any other moves you think we should? Well, we should
1: probably talk about Soderbergh, okay? Um, uh, just you know, mention that, uh, you know, it's obviously not directed towards the future, but when you lose your top two centers, you can't just, you you can't just not address it. So getting a a solid veteran on a one year, $1 million contract Mm -hmm. just to get them through, make sure they have enough depth and, you know, it just gives them another trade chip at the, at the deadline,
0: you know? Well, you know, he usually plays good against the Blackhawks. So, Maybe he could play yeah. good for the Blackhawks.
1: Right. Well, and, you know, unfortunately, he's another guy who had a wrist injury last mm-hmm. year, and they actually had to move him out of center, center and, yeah. and two wing um, in the second half of the year. Hopefully that's healed and he can actually mm-hmm. play center this year, because that's what the Blackhawks will need.
0: You would but yeah.
1: um, I also think we should probably mention that Alex Nylander is yes, out for right.
0: <laughs> um, yeah.
1: the same relative timeline as Kirby mm-hmm. Doc uh, he injured his knee uh, in the bubble games last year mm-hmm. um, he drew a lot of criticism for his play in the playoffs yeah well warranted criticism for his play in the playoffs uh, however it's unclear to me as to when he actually got hurt um,
0: yeah.
1: you know he did get scratched for the final game against Vegas
0: so he might have final- been. He it's possible early.
1: he might have heard it late, but it's also possible he could have heard it earlier.
0: And it's and, also, you know, not unheard of for Newlander to disappear during games. So
1: correct. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, he honestly could have been hurt the first game and mm-hmm. it, but he could have gotten hurt the eighth game, and I don't know that we could have even determined you know yes. when that happened. But but this is you know, a big year.
0: Just, this is a big year for him.
1: It was, it was Um, he's going to miss a a golden opportunity here Mm -hmm. where, I mean, the Blackhawks do have a, a, you know, a large number of forwards, even with the couple of guys that they've lost, you know, I, I still feel like they're fielding NHL caliber players Mm -hmm. at every position, but uh, you know, this would have been an opportunity for, for him to, Mm -hmm. you know, solidify himself as a legitimate NHL top nine guy as opposed to where we are now where it's basically what what is Alex Nylander and yes. on, on any given night he can look like a, a second line winger he's also had stints where he's played well as a fourth line winger yeah. but he's also had plenty of nights where he looks like uh, a middle six AHL winger. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. You know, he's, he's definitely the one guy who had the most up and down performance. um, And this year was, you know, a a, a good opportunity for him to actually solidify, you know, a position, but this is still going to be, you know, a year geared toward the future for this organization And sure. they're unlikely to be in much of much different of a position at the start of next year. So mm-hmm. Alex Nylander will still have another opportunity next year, um, unless he gets chosen in the mm-hmm. expansion draft. Um, but I, I, at least at this point, I would assume the Blackhawks would still protect him.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, so um, I guess what well, we should uh, tell everyone: the Blackhawks. In a new look division, yes. Yes, which the Red Wings rivalry is back. Yes. For those (laughs) of you care about that, well,
1: rivalry Um, for the top for the top lottery odds, as opposed to the top of the division.
0: (laughs) Yep. Not going to be pretty games, but no, the rivalry will be back. Yeah. Yes. um, The Blue Jackets, they're back. Um, Carolina.
1: well, and but, in the way back machine, mm-hmm. uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning are back yes. in the Blackhawks division. Uh, I forgot they were in few, the Central. Few, few teams, uh, or, or few fans, may remember it was. It was briefly when Tampa Bay first entered the league in the really? early nineties. Uh, they were that. they were in the Blackhawks division, but uh, so yes, and then obviously rekindling the. Uh, mm-hmm. 2015 stanley cup finals as well mm-hmm. so i look forward to, to to seeing the lightning um they're obviously the best team in the league even without uh their best player yes <laughs> so i don't expect uh, the Blackhawks games against tampa mm-hmm. bay to be that competitive no. but i do hope they can at least be some fun back and forth action maybe but we'll mm-hmm. see
0: yes um, so outside he... of
1: tampa the division yeah. isn't that isn't that no, exactly. great um you know you, you do have dallas as well who obviously mm-hmm. tampa faced up, faced off against in the cup finals last year but mm-hmm. i'm not actually sure dallas is quite that good i think they're a playoff yeah. team but i think they're closer to a low-end playoff team than a yeah. high-end but
0: yeah, yeah. And i think i think we covered everybody that's in there blue jackets uh, hurricanes
1: yeah, I do look forward to seeing the Hurricanes a lot this mm-hmm. year. I like I like the way that they play. Mm-hmm. So,
0: but then I'm, we have I'm to hopeful. Get, we have to get reminded of mm-hmm. the Table. Yeah, the,
1: the 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 fans will most certainly bring that up quite a bit this year. But mm-hmm. it just it is what it is, and I'm not mm-hmm. gonna. I'm I'm happy he's doing well, and yes. I'm happy he. Uh, took it upon himself to, to improve himself as a player. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, am glad, and I'm glad that that trade happened for Brian Biggle's sake as well. Cause yes. you know, it was shortly after that where, you know, he got diagnosed and,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: I'd like to believe that the same diagnosis would have come down at the same time with the Blackhawks, but you can't speculate on that. Mm-hmm. So Um, you know, it worked out for both of those guys. Unfortunately, it just didn't work out very well for the Blackhawks.
0: That's right. Um, And we won't really do a preview because I think we're going to try to do one next week, which will be right before. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. We
1: can, we can preview the first, the first series. I guess we can probably discuss that a little bit this year with the, uh, with the, the, compact scheduling mm-hmm. um they are going with a variation of the tave schedule mm-hmm. if you want to call it that it's just something yes. that he has suggested for a couple of years where he wanted to see
0: baseball like series yeah
1: yes baseball like series and obviously with the COVID situation i think this is the best way to handle it and i actually hope that they consider keeping this mm-hmm. around um yes in the future. I, I I do think it is a good strategy. I think it builds fan interest. If you know, Mm -hmm. you you play a hard fought game against an opponent to, you know, a day or two days later, you got to face them off, face Mm -hmm. off against them. Again, builds rivalry builds. Yep. It just builds excitement and we can use more of that in the NHL regular season. So.
0: Yep. So I don't know if you have anything else that you want to, cover
1: uh i don't i mean the world juniors are are happening right now um but unfortunately uh there's just not a lot of blackhawks related um news there um obviously the blackhawks top draft pick uh um reichel was uh in line to play a big role for uh, his country but uh he um was diagnosed with covid yeah. just before the tournament started so he was unable to participate however he has made it back to his club team and is back in the lineup and seems no worse for wear so no long-term ramifications but yeah just unfortunately didn't get to see him on the big stage mm-hmm. in the world juniors um beyond that you know a couple of guys were in smaller roles um i guess landon slagger uh mm-hmm. who the blackhawks drafted in the third round this year is, uh, participating for team USA in the gold medal game tonight. Mm-hmm. So, uh, he's the only guy, um, who, and I, I do have to say, I've watched him a little bit in the tournament. And mm-hmm. also I caught one of his games at Notre Dame and, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty happy with that draft pick. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, he's not going to be a big time contributor, but I think he has a, a good future as a, uh, as a solid bottom six. No. Mm-hmm forward for the Blackhawks and I think he's got um, the versatility to play wing and center and he does all the dirty the dirty work and does all the, the little things that you need and that the Blackhawks have been missing so yes. um, I look forward to seeing him in a couple of years
0: alright yeah, and we'll be uh, back next week and we'll have a lot of I'm not going to say good hockey but any kind of hockey is good So,
1: yes any hockey is good So, yeah, we can do some previews and probably recap training camp as well. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, hopefully we don't have
0: any more injury news to discuss. That would be nice. Yeah. All right. um, Of course, on Twitter, I'm SDH85, Michael.
1: MJ underscore Ernst.
0: Yep. And just feel free to add us and whatever if you don't like what we say. And yeah. Thank you for listening as always. And go Hawks.